All right, time once again for catching up with Tommy Mack here on 1010XL's podcast platform at 1010XL.com, of course, on their Facebook page and streaming live exclusively on the relevant app, the group messaging app. With live interactive podcasting throughout, check it out, man. We're growing channels, Jaguar Fanatics channel, bringing on more podcasters. Jordan DeLugo is the latest to join the lineup uh, from Gen Jag, and uh, he's doing a great job doing two shows a week and uh, much more. Teal With It just started. They're doing a great job. So if you want to get some Jaguar shows in, uh, and you can uh, hear it from the locals, all for the fans. I got to start off this show uh on a little somber note, if I may, um, Coach Mike Flood uh, was my very first football coach. Uh, when I was in fourth grade at St. Mary's of Buffalo Grove, um, we had transferred there from another school. Uh, I could Tackle football was only for fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth. And my older brother Mike was on the fifth grade team, fifth and sixth grade team. So I'm, sta- I'm sitting there at practice and this big – bigger of a gentleman tosses me a ball says hey kid throw me the ball and I, I threw it over his head it was only like tw- 10 feet away I, I didn't know what I was doing and he's he's like do you want to play football I said yeah I love playing football he's like well let me I'm gonna go talk to your dad so he goes over to my dad and, you know he's like hey Gene you know Mike Flood here I'd really like your son to play on the tackle football team. He's like, well, he's only in fourth grade. Like, he'd be learning fourth grade. He's like, yeah, we're not going to really play him, but it'll be good for him, and he's a big kid. Let him play. I was like, all right, cool. So, anyway, that was the first time I met Coach Flood. He was my coach from fifth gr- through sixth grade, and then just a big-time influence on my life. A, uh, he was my confirmation sponsor, uh, a great friend of my parents, uh, a lot of things that I use in my life and in my motivational talks come from Coach Flood. Uh, what the mind can conceive, the body will achieve, and those who remain will be champions. He used that a lot. I think about it a lot. So if you believe it up here in your in your heart, in your gut, you can get through those trying times. And if you do, if you get through the hurdles, you'll be a champ no matter what you do. And anyway, the reason I'm bringing this all up is Coach Flood passed away earlier this week uh, up in Chicago, a very successful businessman, a very successful family man. He joins his wife, Carol, in heaven. Uh, they are having the services today. I could not get up there uh, to uh, to uh, to see uh, and witness the uh, the funeral in person, but uh, there in spirit for sure. He was a big influence, and I know I speak for a lot of people out there, coaches, parents, teachers that influence like he influenced me. They they are very special people, and uh, left a great legacy behind. So he he was so cool. He was just he he taught me a lot about and my dad of course did too but he taught me a lot about being tough mentally and emotionally and physically tough and uh he was great i gotta tell you a quick story so he used to he would have these uh and how you doing graham good morning to you my good man, man. How are good you? afternoon i haven't I'm seen you in a while i haven't seen you in a while so in sixth grade um we'd we we, we'd, we'd so we're the sixth grade team so it's a sixth grade team and the eighth grade team right so it's two different teams and we won championships and all that. Anyway, we'd, we'd, we'd be up on a hill. So our, our field was, it wasn't a big hill, but you had to walk down on the cement to our field. And we would always gather up near the rectory, which was on campus, pretty big campus. And here we are in sixth grade and he'd like gather us together. You know, it's like five minutes before kickoff, 10 minutes before we're going to take the field. And, uh, he'd be like, all right, all right, fellas, kneel down and take your helmets off. We would, 
and we'd say a prayer, we'd say the Our Father, and then you'd be like, I got a letter here. Pull out a letter. Now, all the parents are behind. Now, we didn't know this. But they know what's going on. We don't. We're, we're like, like waiting to hear what he says. He's like, I got a letter here that I happened to find from the old coach of Francis Borgia, who we're playing today, right? So it's the team that we're going to play. And he'd be like, McManus is a wimp. And I'd be sitting there in sixth grade, like, <laughs> looking at the grass. Like, I'm like, Kill him. I'm gonna kill him. I'm gonna kill every one of them. How dare they call me whip? And the parents would be they could see us and he'd be like, Kelly's he's soft, you know. This team's soft. This guy's soft. We'd all go. I mean, we'd walk down that hill, you know, all 12 years of age, just waiting, waiting to go into a rumble. And we normally would win those games. But it was it was it was great. The way he could motivate, the way he was just so good. Uh, just so much fun, but uh, great memories singing about St. Mary's and Buffalo Grove is a great foundation for me and just with everything, not just football, but with life and may Mike flood coach flood rest in peace. And, uh, I know he, his wife, Carol and my father are sitting at the bar up there in heaven, having a great time with a lot of laughs. So, uh, that's, that's how I get through. Cause one day when my time's up, whenever that is, that's where I hope I'm going. Uh, to see all my loved ones and see the good Lord, no doubt about it. All right, fresh out off the presses of Jaguars today. It's always a fun show, um, you know, as we uh, we inch closer to training camp. Doug Peterson gives the vets time off. Uh, hey, look, he, they, he said they earned it. I believe him. I believe him. I know there's that thinking of, well, wait a minute. Not a very good team, new coach, new players, yada, yada. Why can't they practice more? Don't we need the time? Don't we need this? Don't we need that? Well, let's just say this, ladies and gentlemen. Either trust the man or you don't. Either trust Doug Peterson. And I look, I as fans, I get it, right? I mean, we've been through the ringer. Past decade, we've been through the ringer. We've had one good season. The rest have sucked. And you could say that. They've been terrible. It's not like what you said before. It wasn't like 7-9, and 8-8. Eight and eight. It was like... One and fifteen, three and fourteen, two and fifteen. I mean, just crap after crap after crap. And I get it. You may be sitting there like, ah, you know, Tom, we've heard this before, and you have. It's like the boy who cried wolf, right? I, you've heard it before. Uh, the promise, the oh, the excitement, oh, the potential, oh, it's going to happen, and then it doesn't happen. All I'll say is this: Doug Peterson last time around went Super Bowl playoffs, playoffs, and then the last year he didn't make the playoffs. With the Eagles. Three out of four years. Wasn't too long ago either. Won the Super Bowl. Kept the team together to go to the playoffs. Kept the team together to go to the playoffs. That is a really hard thing to do unless you're a really good coach who gets to his players and his players love and respect him as well. So I'm going to trust Doug Peterson. Uh, I saw some of the guys out. It was great. They're, you know what? Jaguar players, go out and see your community, baby, because they love you. And I was telling him last night, I'm not going to say where, but I was telling him last night, I said, guys, when you win, this town is going to go nuts for you. They did it for us. They're going to do it for you. And they'll remember you forever. As long as you're a good guy off the field and you're cool and approachable and you go out there and win the city, it'll be like an inferno. Be like a little tiny match and then... And you guys will be the toast of the town, as you should be. So it's it's an exciting time, you know. And I, I think it's great that the coach threw him a bone and said, hey, you did your work. Okay, we're keeping the Rooks. Rooks got to stay. Hey, part of being a rookie. It sucks. 
It's uh, they're gonna they're not gonna like going to practice next week. I'm sure, um, you know, and it won't be a full, full, full practice, of course. But you know, the rest of the team is taken off, and you're still in organized uh, activities. But that's why you're a rookie, and you got to earn your stripes. And I like the fact that the coach saying, "Okay, vets, you get to go, but rookies, nah, injured guys." Nah, we need you here. We need you rehabbing. We need to see and make sure that you're doing the right thing. So I like it. I know I'm coming from a player's perspective. Um, at the end of the day, a three-day mini camp, that's all they're missing, basically. It's not a big deal. So let's not get too carried away about it. And I'm going to believe Doug Peterson when he says, hey, they earned the right to have a little break. Good. Good. Now, whether you're going home or staying, just stay in shape because you can get out of shape really quick. You don't think you can in five, six, seven weeks? Trust me, you can get out of shape in a week. You could lose all your wind and you got to gain it all back. You don't want to show up to training camp in August or late July here in Jacksonville not being in shape. You might die. You might die. You at least pass out. You might pass out even if you are in shape, but you better make sure you're training like a mofo uh, getting ready. For training camp, they start a week early too. Yeah, that's true. The Hall of Fame game. That's it's, right. it's really, it's honestly more mid July this year. That's right. So they, they they've got yeah. only a few weeks and maybe a month. Well, that's like I, I forgot mean, about that. We do this every off season. Yep. Don't we? Yep. So and so looks great. So and so looks terrible. Should they be taking this day off? Should they be doing this, that, yep. whatever? And the season starts, and we forget that any of this ever yep. happened, right? No. And but to, to your point about staying in shape, for for me, it's always been. The individual player. Yep. Like like when a couple of years ago, when when Leonard Fournette would miss stuff, I'd get yep. worried. Right. Because he would show he showed up out of shape a couple right. times. Yep. Jalen Ramsey, I never cared. No, he'd always show up in shape. He he yep. would show up in yep. better shape than the yep. last time he was here. Yep. So it depends on the player. You See, know? I was I love training, and I still do. I mean, I and I don't care if I'm running, if I'm lifting, whatever. I still have that in my you know like. Let's get after it, you know, like let's push it. Let's not not necessarily with heavy weights and stuff like that, but just the workout itself. Like I went out for a run the other two days ago on the beach, hotter than oh my gosh, it was so hot. Barely any breeze, a little bit on the way back, and it was trying. And I'm sure you'd probably like, well, what are you doing that? And I run in the heat. I go at noon. Like I'm I'm not one of Oof. these guys. Like I like the punishment. Like punish. <sighs> I, I, I don't know why. It's just that the way. That is a football player. So, That's the most football player quote I, I ju- I've ever heard. <laughs> Maybe it is, but it, it is. I love it's, the punishment. Yeah, I love the – I do. I, I, I love the punishment because when I'm done, I feel really good. Now, yeah. there are times where I'm like, oh, I've got to get right. home. i got to get in the shade. i got to get some water. Like, you know, because you, know, you can. You can fall out quick. But, um, no, I, I love that that push and that punishment. So, But you're right, guys that don't. There were guys – that didn't like to work out, right? Pete Mitchell was one of them, and they didn't have to. Like Pete in the Pete being strong in the weight room wouldn't wouldn't really done that much for him on the field. He was strong enough. He was naturally strong, so he wasn't a big like I got to go to the gym and work out. He'd go and run, run routes, that kind of stuff, and catch the ball. But it wouldn't be like you know me. I would be like, oh man, I got to go. I'm gone. Like I'm lifting in the morning. I'm running midday. I'm taking taekwondo at night. I'm taking yoga even later after that. You know, I'm working on my hands. I'm going to boxing class. I'm going to kickbox and I'm going to yoga, whatever. I'm doing it all day long. And that's how my day goes. And you know, it's funny, even my life today, almost every day, my schedule's around my work 
out. Does that make sense? I know it's kind of weird, but I always like even in the middle of the night, or I'll wake up like, okay, I know I gotta, I gotta do. I'm doing chest and shoulders today, or I'm, I'm running today, or I'm, you know what? I'm gonna put on my my 16 ounce gloves, and I, I this is gonna sound really Neanderthalish, but at our house, there's a perfect corner of concrete block. So I put on my 16-ounce gloves. I don't whack it hard. I mean, you can feel it. I tap it pretty good. But you can move around, use your left. I mean, if people are watching me, they're probably like, this guy's punching his wall. But it's a phenomenal workout. I mean, crush you. It'll crush you. I go 45 seconds off, twenty or 45 seconds on, 20 seconds off, and just do rounds of it. Right? Try shadow boxing and do it just without hitting oh anything. My God. It'll wear you out. But it's so, again... The punishment. It's it's always been there for me to want to do that even I don't know. I hope I have it my dad had it till he got sick. I mean, he would lift weights at in his seventies, early seventies. It didn't matter how much whiskey he drank the night before, because he liked drinking whiskey. He'd get up at the crack of dawn. That was that old military, you know, that yeah, old school. Right. You know, the 1920s, right? That's where he grew well, up. If you're hungover the next morning, you sweat it all out. You just, yeah, exactly. You know, and and it, and hungover or not, he was doing it and clanging those weights. I mean, every single morning. When I come home from college, I slept on the couch. Guess what my alarm was? The clanging of the weights. And I would be hungover. <laughs> I'd be like, what are you doing? He'd be like, get up, son. I'd be like, okay, Dan. Get up. Not lifted yet, but I'll get up. I'll get up. He'd yank on my toe. Time to get up. But, uh, you know, I guess that's just – and a lot of guys have that. You, you kind of got to have that. Not everybody does. So, like I said, the, the, the ones that are just so naturally gifted, they don't have to train. They got to be in condition. But they don't have to train on their craft as much, although they should. The great ones do, right? They Everybody. I don't care what we're talking about. Hitting golf balls, shooting, you know, free throws, shooting three-pointers. Uh, you, you'd be shocked at how much – you go ask any of these – NBA players that shoot, go ask how many shots they take a day. Just, you know, practice-wise, off-season, during the season, doesn't matter. Just that's what they do. Speaking of, speaking of basketball, real quick, with the training, something yeah. I learned from the other day, it was interesting. Uh, Anthony Edwards, guy who plays for the yep. Timberwolves, yeah. first overall pick from Georgia a couple yep. years ago, he was doing workouts for different teams when he was in the draft process. He did a workout for the Warriors. Yep. And they put him through this drill where there's like there's like a lot of running and a lot of shooting within the running and yep. like you get tired and you got to shoot while you're tired. Yep. There's a lot of that. Yep. And Steve Kerr like stopped him in the workout. He's like, "That's as hard as you can go." See, this this dude's gonna yeah. be the normal, but he's like, "That's as hard as you can go." Yeah. And he's like, "I I guess I'll go." And he's go. He's like yeah. suck and win by the end of it because he starts running harder. Yeah. And Steve Kerr told him he's like, "If you want to be really good, like you got to work harder than that." Yeah. And he he was like he showed him like videos of like Steph Curry and KD yep. when KD was on the Warriors working out and they are just sprinting yeah doing these shooting drills yep because like you it's when you shoot takes. like you're tired right you know because you're tired when you're right. shooting right, right. it's easy out. to sit there and do shooting drills when you're not yep running at all but right. third fourth quarter and you're winning your legs and your legs are tired and right. you can't get up as high and you don't have the explosion right. yeah you could take that with pretty much every sport you think of like baseball players late in the year they always say their legs are the first thing to go yeah i mean their legs get tired they've got to condition their legs because without the legs you got nothing right when your legs go your mind goes because when you get tired your legs get tired you can't yep. breathe and then you start you know I can't think because I'm so tired. You know, you gotta you gotta be way in better condition that that doesn't affect that's, you like that. That's got it for for a position like you played. Yep. That that's got to be the hardest thing. It's like mentally, 
Yep. Like fourth quarter, you're gassed, like you've had a whole game of just banging around, like, yep. but still making sure I'm doing the right assignment. No, let me, I'm tell, in the right you, let me spot. tell you what's extremely hard when you're on the receiving end of one of those long drives. Eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, even oh. longer. And you're just like, I, I remember at BC's, we, I forget who we were playing, but they were driving us. We had a top 10 defense at the time. We, and yeah. we played some really good teams. We, we shut out Michigan State. I and mean, we beat uh, Penn State that year was pretty good. You know, we, we, we had a good team. And uh, this team was driving on us. And I, I'm just getting pissed because we're not getting off the field. And I finally, right, right in front of the huddle, guys are down here. <clears throat> I'm like, what the F is the matter with you guys? You effing tired or something? Yeah. And my friend stole, he stands up, he goes, gosh damn right I'm tired, man. <laughs> I can't breathe. <laughs> I'm like, well, suck it up. We got to get off the field. I think they ended up scoring, so we got off the field then. But that'll test your will, man. Yeah. That, that'll test your will. You'd and almost not- rather a 70-yard bomb and – that's well, drive. yeah, if you're going you to get scored on, get scored right. on yeah, I guess, depending. But, uh, yeah, you got, you know, now now's a real – it's great that Doug gave the time off, but now they've got to be diligent and vigilant on their training for and, sure. But that's treating them like professionals. Absolutely. You know, yeah. which the other – the old guy Earn didn't it. do. Earn it. Yeah. Earn and it. and I, when he says they've earned it, I believe Doug Peterson. I do too. I just do. Because he's got the track record, you know. If Urban did that last year, be like, what? What? Herbs? Some guy wrote in that, Ur- you know, we made a big mistake letting Urban go. <laughs> Come on, dude. Come on. Seriously? I don't think so. I don't think so. All right, so big weekend for the McManus family. It's the Nancy Dance uh, dance Recital. My senior Kelsey's playing Dorothy in the ballet for Wizard Let's of go. Oz. That'll be Monday night. Saturday, tomorrow's the what they call the baby show. The young kids and my two uh, older girls are in it. So, uh, yeah, full week of dance, baby. Get into it. I've been to a Nancy Dance recital or two. Have you really? My my sister danced at Nancy Dance for forever. Oh no, kidding! Yeah, I didn't know that. Way back. Okay, yeah, yeah I'm sure I mean, this was this was years ago now. Yeah, but, but I bet I, you I my wife my wife's been there a long time, but she knows her. I remember, um, like, uh, yeah, the, the 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 small the young kids. Yeah. would do the separate one. I, right. I remember that. Yeah, and I That's when cute. I was like when I was younger, I hated going. <laughs> oh yeah, of course because. So because would I. My sister was always like, well, I went to your soccer games. But I was like, here's the difference. <laughs> First of all, those games are an hour. Right. These recitals are like five four, hours. They can be They're four, crazy long. four and a half. Yeah. Secondly, for my soccer games and whatever, you're watching me most of the time. Yep. I see you for 10 of these minutes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. later on, I appreciated it more. When I was a young kid, I yeah. hated going to those. Well, I tell you what helped me was because uh, I, I wasn't, I mean, you always want to see your kid perform. Like that's right, of course. of course. And then when other kids get up there, you don't really know them. You're like, eh, yeah, I guess. right, exactly. You know? <laughs> uh, but once they started competing, and I would go to those competitions, then you're like, wow, they put a ton of work in. I mean, they like even for the recital. I mean, they these kids are dancing and learning and learning the choreography, and I mean, it's a lot of work. And talk and about being in condition. And there's competition, so it's big fun. time. Yeah, yeah, you want the part. You know, you right. want to do well and. Everything's in competition, isn't it? Absolutely. Enjoy the punishment. Embrace <laughs> the punishment, man. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it this time around here on a Friday, the dog days of summer, man. Hope you have a great weekend. 
Uh, wear that sunscreen and, uh, you know, make sure you keep those uh, that water moving. Got to stay hydrated out there. And maybe you'll see me at the corner. You never know. You never know. And if you do, please come and say hello. So until next time, stay safe and be cool out there. And we'll see you right here on Catching Up with Tommy Mack on 1010XL on Facebook and, of course, streaming live on the relevant app. Have a good one. I never knew that a kid like me could take his mic around the world and flash the big ass thing.